Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. I am Joe the Wookie Riot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly geek stuff. A place where we get to let our geek flag fly and talk about all things geek. As I've said before, this isn't an amalgamation of geek news or a comprehensive guide to all genres or the world of geekdom. Hopefully it's just a fun place to cover some geek news, comics, The Simpsons, Star Wars, or whatever randomness finds its way on in the recording. But let us get started. Well, hey, hey, friends. Welcome to another edition of Laugh It Up Fuzz Strike. <laughs> I don't know. Laugh It Up Fuzz Balls. Uh, uh, another strikey edition of uh, the podcast as uh, the AM PTPTPTPT. They need some TP for their bunghole as they have not yet figured out how to uh, properly compensate writers and actors that deserve. Uh, honestly, probably a lot more than what they're asking for uh we continue to support them and talk about life the universe and everything but mostly geek stuff uh but mostly geek stuff along those veins not struck work not reviews not news and frankly like i'm gonna get back to it and i <laughs> i don't look forward to the task of uh catching up uh but once we're caught up it'll be business as usual i'm sure but uh yeah, it's nice to have a podcast where we can talk about, you know, whatever we want, the geeky things. And uh, something that we've done in the past is gotten a little nostalgic, Pull, become nostalgiacs. Uh, talked about the past, the way back past, the distant past when we were but younglings, little, little men, little boys. Uh, and yeah, uh, inspired by Blue. A nostalgic look at uh, what, what is, is this? Where we we rip off the toys that made us a boo doo boo doo boo. I don't a know. Boo-doo, boo-doo. <laughs> I don't know what their theme song is. <laughs> the toys that made us a boo doo boo doo boo. I'm sure it sounds nothing like that, but yeah. Uh, the, yeah, we once upon a time talked about geeky directors that that we enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know. The nostalgia of directors, and uh, now we're uh, uh, nostalgic toys, or top five toys, or just toys, opening up the toy chest and seeing uh, seeing what memories or actual physical toys are still there. Heck and yeah. Uh, yeah, Blue. I mean, t- what 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 made you think of this topic? Like, what why why are we here other than a strike? Oh, I was actually um, I picked up a couple of of figures um, that I never had as a kid uh, because, you know, I was looking at, well, I, I picked up some figures. They're, they're newer. They're not from when I was a kid, uh, this particular set, but I was looking at the Dinobots from the uh, Transformers line. And I realized, you know, uh, growing up, I never had the Dinobots, although they were my favorite Transformers and I wanted them. My parents didn't have the money for them. So they would get me like the GoBots, which were like the super cheap, versions of the transformers um and i had some gobots but i never had like actual transformers so now that i'm an adult i picked up the uh, combiner wars version of the dinobots where they can you know combine like devastator and Uh uh, it just got me thinking like man you know back in the day i i just have them for display like i display them up and stuff and that's cool it makes me happy when i look at my space and go okay this is my space. This is my workspace, so I don't have to feel like, 
you know, stressed out and trash, I have something nice to look at. And because they're transformers, I could change them up constantly, right? So it also appeals right. to my artistic side. But uh, when you were saying, oh, we need something to think about, I was like, blah, I'm literally looking at our next topic right now. <laughs> like <laughs> the toys that, that we enjoyed so much when we were kids. Like, And I, it got me wondering, like, I'm genuinely curious as to what were your toys growing up? And we'll, we're we're going to get there for sure. Um, you know, honestly, full admission, while I know, like, a lot of the cool toys that existed when we were kids, this one was a little tough for me because uh, there there wasn't that much money when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there was stuff for sure. Um, but, yeah, there wasn't – there wasn't – a lot of moolah so there's a lot of toys that i remember other kids like playing with where i was like oh that's dope blah 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 but i didn't necessarily have it and when uh when i was making the list i was like oh crap like uh I, i'm gonna make this list but it's it's gonna be a little like sad like and not even <laughs> meaning to just like uh i have i have some cool stuff but uh yeah, I don't know. It was a little strange. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Because I've I'm, I'm never proposed to be to be a rich human. So, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I totally feel it. When my dad was in the military, um, which was my entire time growing up, you know, we had um, uh, the PX had like, oh, we're getting, we got these toys left over from these companies out there and they did a whole toy drive. So now we're giving them away. So anything I got, it it was never like a complete set. It was never like, Oh, I got all of these guys from this thing. It was just like, Oh, I got a guy or like a vehicle with no guy or something like that. Right. It was always something ridiculous. That was like from the toy drive that we would, that dad would pick up and be like, Hey, this looks good. Do you want this boy? And I'd be like, yep, I sure do. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I was like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll see this. And uh, while well, full admission, this is me in a uh, blues list. We have Danny's list of five uh, to share. He couldn't join us uh, a last nursing school and he's in the middle of finals. So yeah, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. We get it, Danny. Uh, but he at least were like, can you just send us your list and we'll share it. We'll share it on the thing too. And uh, he was like, okay. So he got it to us. He got it to us pretty fast too. And even uh, in spirit message, just like, damn, I'm missing out. Like before we started recording. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, yeah, you are Danny. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah. Totally missing out. But uh <laughs> But yeah, uh, so we have his list to share with everybody too, and there will be some crossover between our list and Danny's list. Uh, oh, yeah. That's okay. You know what I mean? That's that's to be expected. We're, uh, you know, we're we're like-minded geeks in our in our mid years, and uh, no surprise, when we were younger, we were also uh, like like-minded geeks. So yeah. So. Heck yeah. Cool. So do you, uh, should we kick off with Danny's list to start and then go to you and then go to me? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because Danny has some good ones on there. 
All right. So uh, Danny's number five, the very first one. That's funny. We we have decided that this is Danny's five. We didn't want to bother him uh, only because of what was number one on the list and, and knowing him. So if we're wrong, Danny, hey, your list is backwards. So sorry, Charlie. Uh, <laughs> actually, I guess I could message him and ask him. Uh, but I'll do that after we've started. So his uh, his number five. Go ahead, Blue. Tell tell us what his number five was. Okay. So according to this, what I'm reading here, I'm reading from the bottom up, right? Just to make sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Is the Amazing Spider-Man, which was the uh, the Toy Biz version of the action figure, um, which is amazing. It had a lot of articulation for the time. Um, sh- strong stress on that. And uh, that was one of the big things about that particular figure was that it was multi-jointed action poses. So it had the little die-cast metal screws in the shoulders and stuff. You can actually move it around. Uh, actually, very much like a um, like a GI Joe figure, but bigger, which was crazy for the time. So yeah, it's a pretty good, solid toy, I think. But it was Spider-Man. I mean. One hand doing the the whole grabbing the wall, the other hand doing the spider sling. <laughs> yeah, he, he's it's the only one that he sent a uh, a link for. And I'll be honest, I don't remember this toy. Yeah, man, I remember that one. Yeah, it's available through Golden Apple Comics. Mm. Like seeing it, but like Spidey was never my thing when I was a kid. I was aware of him, but uh, he wasn't. Oh, I hated Spidey. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't my thing. So, like, I see the toy and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, sure, right on. Like, yeah, my wall crawler was Nightcrawler. Yeah, this is a 1992 toy. So, um, I mean, Danny, he's the youngest of the three of us. Mm. and uh, But not by much. I mean, I think, what, there's like four years between the three of us? I think so. Something like that. You're 83, and he's like 84 or 85. I think he's 84, isn't he? Yeah, I'm not not completely sure. Knowing knowing his exact age has never never been a, a do or die in our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, he uh, he he posted this in '92. Like, I I'm not gonna say I was above toys, but like that that's. I wasn't I wasn't getting toys like this. I was I was in junior high. So yeah, yeah, it's uh it's cool if you're in into Spidey and I say for, for twenty bucks, you know, it's there on Golden Apple Comics. Like if, if that's your if that's your baby, get it. Mm-hmm. Hell. It looks pretty dope. I I think they may only have one of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so jump on it fast. But uh but yeah, it's uh it's right there for you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's pretty pretty dope tastic i dig it it's got a it's good like you said the articulation it's very uh gi joe-esque and i could see this action figure for going at it with the joes heck yeah 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 uh spider-man the fake american hero <laughs> <laughs> uh cosmic defender spider-man mm. but uh but it's cool i was types. I was happy that uh, Danny threw that onto the list because uh, that was, I don't think that was on either me or your list. That's not crossover. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So that, uh, that takes it to you, Blue. What's your, what's your number five? Oh, golly. I got to choose. Let me see. Which one do I want to be number five? Which one, which one? Um, I'm going to go with... 
Ah, I'm going to go with the Insectars. The Insectars were... They're, they're, funny enough, there's actually been a recent resurgence that the uh, the people, the folks who created it, um, really wanted it to become a show again because it, when it came out, um, there was like a lot of controversy around the show and they got a lot of stuff taken away from them for copyrights and stuff like that and like companies losing money and going out of business and uh, there was a lot of competition coming out, but these toys were freaking rad. The coolest thing about the Insectars was they were pretty big, they were tall, right? Um, they were like human bug hybrids, which was pretty interesting for its time. They came with weapons, which was awesome, but they also came with um, quote unquote vehicles, but the vehicles were these insects that they would ride. And the best part about those insects that they would ride was that they were hand puppets. So you could put your hand inside of the insects like fuzzy tarantulas, like um, big fuzzy bees and stuff like that. And like use your hand to make the movements of of the creatures that they would ride, which was freaking sick. It was so good to and very, very. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it was very satisfying uh, to make like bug sounds and movements with your hands uh crawling around with the with the bug creatures um and th because of the way that they made them you could do it left-handed right-handed didn't matter what hand you were like you had the puppet there and it was it was made for everybody it was great they had boy versions girl versions aliens like full-on like insect creature it was great everybody could have a chance to to play with these insectars and i thought Oh man, these toys were so rad when I was little. Those puppets, those hand puppets, really was a deal maker, not breaker for them. I mean, 1984. Do you still have any of these? Uh, yeah, actually, I've got the main hero guy. Um, he is missing his leg, unfortunately, because he's. I I played with him a lot. <laughs> he is missing his leg, and um, I want to say I still have. Like I said, I never got like the uh, like full sets or anything. I just got like bits and pieces here and there. And I want to say I still have the tarantula um, in the old box back at my parents' house. So okay. I, I doubt I have I mean, any of their I, stuff anymore. <laughs> I was I was in the age group for this. I never owned them, and until you mentioned it, this is the the first memory I have of the sectars. Wow. Yeah, and like I, I, I should know. I definitely was there watching all the commercials, but uh, I don't. It's not. It's not there in my my brain pan. I'm sorry, man. Well, that's okay. I mean, a, a lot. I don't think a lot of people, um, in our age group were like remembering these. I, I bet you anything. Like, if you bring up the hand puppet bugs, like somebody's gonna yeah. be like, "Whoa, I remember that when I was a, a little boy <laughs> or a little girl or something." Like, yeah. So. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I remember. I remember for sure. Um, but yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't play with them. I even was looking at the hand puppets, and I was like, huh, I don't, I don't remember it. But they look super dope in those hand yeah. puppets. That's a neat idea. Yeah, it was a very interesting idea, and it was very, very fun, very fun to play with. That's right on. 
So that, that takes it to me for my first one to talk about, huh? Heck yeah. All right. So it's hard. So I have a. Oh crap! How did that? How did that not get on there either? Oh geez, it's so hard to to rank things. I have a like I told uh, Blue before we started. I had a a list of seven. Uh, I think two I'm putting as my six and seven just so I can talk about one that I thought about. Mm-hmm. Um, when when they get mentioned on somebody else's list. So but. Uh, my number, my number, it's not really, I mean, the ranking's hard. Like Danny, we said, what's your ranking? Yeah. I did ask him and he's like, I don't know. I just listed five. Uh, I guess that one could be my number five. And I was like, fine. I ranked it this way just to put your number. This is your number one. Uh, but so what I have is my number five GI Joe, but specifically, uh, a childhood memory. One of the coolest toys that I ever had the privilege of owning was the combat jet sky striker XP 14 F. Nice. Uh, from G.I. Joe, a real American hero. So I when I went home or not, went to go visit my dad who lived in Long Island, New York, when I was like five, I uh, went to see him. And of course, like that was my 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 parents split up when I was three. So I was like five or six. I was real little. But it was the first time seeing my dad since that split. So it was a big deal. And like we did all sorts of cool. So that's where I've told the story many times is going to see cats and rum tum tiger jumping through mm-hmm. the moon. This is that same trip. We got Chinese food. He gave me this brown bear. He called it the brown bear of happiness. I had it forever. Uh, we took a picture. I still have that picture. My dad has a perm. It's great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was the 80s, friends. But on that trip, my dad took me to Toys R Us and I got a couple toys. And no surprise. Two of those toys uh, are are on the list, but I got the Combat Jet Sky Striker, uh, and I don't even think my dad got me a figure. I think I probably brought a couple Joes with me. I uh, definitely probably had like Sergeant Slaughter and like you know Joe himself, General Joe, right? Nice. Uh, but got this, and like there was there was no way in any world there was going to be that amount of money at my house in California, especially at that time in my life. So to get to me, what basically I got handed like a Mercedes Benz, you yeah. know what I mean? I was just like, oh my god! And my cousin Matthew had the Blackbird, and and it was just like he had every Joe toy. He had one of the Sky Strikers too, you know what I mean? He had everything. But just having this, I was like, oh my god! I am the coolest kid ever. And I went to visit around Christmas time, so it was even like a pseudo Christmas present. It was just great. So great. And when I think of that, like when when Danny gifted some toys to my boys and they got vehicles, seeing the vehicles in the boys' hands like instantly like made me think back to the Sky Striker. Just uh what a damn cool vehicle it was, you know? And uh it came it came with a couple guys, I'm I'm pretty sure. Uh you That's know what I mean? so freaking rad, dude. Like what it, a surprise. Yeah, it uh it comes with a couple guys. I'm trying to I had the box up, but then I clicked on and it took me to a freaking article. I don't want your dabgum article, IGN. I just want to see a picture of the, the dabgum guys. But uh, I think it came with the Joe and it came with the Cobra guy. But uh, I'm not really seeing exactly here. Anywho, it was it was the dopest. Uh, if you wanted to get one online, uh, you're you're paying like in the hundreds. Like I looked for the, the, uh, the Insectars. And like 50, 60 bucks, you could get your hands on a hand puppet and a toy. Uh, 
you want this original thing, not the one that was reproduced by Hasbro Labs, you're, you're hundreds of dollars. Oh, yeah. 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 And uh, I I will not be spending that amount of money for it. But uh, it's it's neat that it still exists. I mean, the guys even came with little parachutes, I think. So, yeah, it came with a Joe and a guy in, like, a spacesuit. So, yeah. Pretty freaking cool. I loved it. It was a good dab gum toy. And as much as I loved my Joes, that uh that chat was that was the tits. It was really freaking good. Hell so, yeah. Uh, that's uh that's on my list, friendo. Nice. So uh-huh. that take takes us to Danny's next one, huh? Mm-hmm. Alright, so I'll bring it up what Danny's number four is. Uh no surprise. He has Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Heroes in a Half Shell, Turtle Power. Uh, full, full admission, me and Danny are right there with number fours together. Oh, so, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> we could save it when we get to me, or we could just knock it out now. What do you think, Blue? Uh, let's save it for you. Okay, then that takes it to you, Blue, for your number four. Cool. So my number four is also... Nowadays, very expensive. It is. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at the prices right now, and we're we're talking like 300, 600, 200, and uh, but it was one of those few times that my dad um, actually bought me like the like, hey, this is one of those those set things where it's like the guy and his animal. And it was uh, Brave Star because Brave Star was the only guy who looked like me on TV, uh, although he was Native American and not. Um, although I, I share the blood, it's just, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, Brave Star. Um, Brave Star Brave was. Star. Brave Star. As of the hawk, ears of the wolf. Uh, very cool. And uh, the set, the particular set that he had got me was Brave Star and. Um, his horse, which um, is a, a big, it's a, it was a big set. So I still have like the body of the horse, but his two back legs are gone. Uh, and the horse was great because it could stand up and, and like fight like a dude, which was ridiculous. Um, Brave Star himself was super, he came with so many accessories um, with him, the horse. I think I still got like the little gem things that they fought over. Uh, which was like the Energon equivalent, I guess, for the Brave Star universe. And uh, it, it was really rad. It was super posable. I mean, you had the horse that he could ride. It also stood up and had its own guns. Like, it was it was a, a really ridiculously cool toy. It even had, uh, like, the horse itself had this secret compartment on its stomach that would hold, like, some of the, um, what are they called? Like, the uh, the little Energon things. Um, I know for sure I still have Brave Star himself in the box as well as the horse, but not his two back legs. Well, his two back legs are in there. They're just not on him. And I know for sure I still have the bridle and reins and um, the two little Energon things. But his hat and his gun, who knows? Who knows what happened to that, to that stuff? Uh, that's lost time. <laughs> Yeah, it came with a whole bunch of stuff. I'm looking at this set right here. Uh, yeah. As we established when we did, like, the themes, like, Brave Star, I, I know a bit about it, but most of it's from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 1986, 
Uh, you get the horse 3030, you get the Marshall Brave star figure, then what? Saddlebag, scabbard, bridle, hat, harness, two reins, a hanger, a vest, uh, nuggets of carrium, saddle, right, right stirrup, left stirrup, a blaster, a barrel extension, trans freezer, Sarah Jane, the, the rifle, and a neutral laser. Yeah. So it's a it's a whole dabgum set. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah it was really that's fun. A, that's a that's a gold mine. There's a a lot lots of fun that could be had with that for sure. Yeah. So that's righteous. It was it it, it really was super fun. <laughs> yeah, that is that is righteous. Oh man, that uh, like I, I didn't play with it, but I know as a kid. I would uh, I would play the hell out of those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were pretty yeah. tall too, just like the insectars. Which coincidentally, I would have Brave Star fight the insectars, which is great. Nice, that's freaking rad. Yeah, I like that. I like that whole whole bunchy friends. Oh man, that uh, that's that's super dope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that takes so doing our me and Danny's number four. What do you what to say about those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys? Nineteen eighty-eight. Uh, they they did it right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Eastman and Laird like making sure. And these toys they were they were good quality. Yep. They were they were good sculpted molds of the of the cartoon, and. Uh, what there were the the four main turtles: April, Splinter, Shredder, a Foot Soldier, and then Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how, but I know I had all four turtles. I had Splinter. Uh, I had Bebop. Wow. I had Rocksteady, and I think that might have been it. Um, in fact, it, I mean I don't have it, but at one point in my life, uh, going through my mom's storage unit back when she was still married. Um, she had bought for every one she had bought me to play with, she had bought another one and put it in storage. Unfortunately, she lost her storage unit, uh, in her divorce. Uh, so those are some, some collector bought that unit and was like, what the what? Um, but yeah, like those, uh, I played the hell out of those toys. Like, so, so much. I didn't get the, the next phase where like 1990 and they expanded it although i have a i have a feeling that i had the brain guy at one point so i'm not not completely sure uh i I can't even think of his name right now uh brain guy crane (laughs) yeah crane uh so yeah i think i had him at one point but i think he was the only one although i'm looking at a there's like Detective Leonardo with his with his mm-hmm. swords, and I, I have I feel like I played with that at some point, uh, but it would have been the Donatella version since that's my favorite favorite turtle for sure. Yeah. Uh, but the the Ninja Turtle toys were super dope, and I remember the Samurai toys coming out, uh, but I didn't I don't remember owning one. So, but yeah, the the turtle toys were just super dope. And they uh they were they were just the right size to like mesh in with all the other. Oh, I remember I'm looking at pictures when they did the the Indian Chief Leonardo or the Dracula Leonardo. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. or the clown Michelangelo. Like they, there's <laughs> like a football player Leonardo. Like they, they really did all sorts of weird stuff. And I had like one of the fly guys too. Uh, that I, that somebody gifted me. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I definitely had him and then, uh, yeah, just, uh, lots of, lots of really dope, dope toys that are really, really fun to play with. And, uh, that was a, that was a whole market. I'm sure they made millions, if not billions on selling these toys. Oh, I'm sure. Cause, uh, did you have any of them blue? Well, so my thing was, was that um, growing up, I never had a Leonardo, who was my favorite turtle, because this was one of those things that, like, um, the Ninja Turtles were really picking picking up in popularity as a toy as we were moving. And, um, you know, switching houses and stuff between dad heading out and then mom just being there and trying to make ends meet with me. We just didn't have the cash for it. So a lot of the trans, uh, I mean... Ninja Turtles that I had were from uh, thrift shops, like some from discarded kids and stuff. So I had yeah. the only Raphael I had was the space Raphael. The only Michelangelo I had was the wacky one where his hand spins. Uh, the Donatello okay. I had was the swimming one where his feet pedal like in the water. Nice. And then I, de- I never nice. had a Leonardo uh, growing up, but I did have a Rocksteady. Um, and the one that I wanted the most out of, out of all of the toys was I wanted Leonardo and Ace Duck. Those were the two that I wanted, but I never got them. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I, I have a feeling just being an adult and how, uh, how windfalls have fallen to my own children, it probably coincided with tax season, if I'm being dead honest. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, if I think back, I'm like, yeah, like March or April, like there there always was like a, a fun like Toys R Us trip, you know, where yeah. something cool uh, where it was like, oh, damn, that's something I didn't even think about that should have been on my dab gum list. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, we, we will continue. But uh, yeah, uh, it, it it just that that probably is how it goes together. But I don't know. Or maybe my mom got child support or something. Who knows? <laughs> so, but uh, loved, loved me those Ninja Turtle toys. Heck yeah. And they in were fact, awesome. You know, since since Danny has that on his list, I'm going to throw a quick, like, Hail Mary. And I, just because it's not on the list and it has to get mentioned and that mm-hmm. I literally just go in nostalgic. I'm going to I'm going to throw out Legos as my number four. Nice. And, and specifically... Uh, for Lego Legos, the castle sets. Yes. So I like now living in the world, dear listener, you're like, there's so much Lego, right? And there's a Lego for like every single thing um, that you could love. That said, when in the in the 80s and I mean, really the 80s, but in the 90s, there was not. Nope. It, it was not like that. Uh, I remember there was Lego, and then there was a set before that, then there was Castles, and then I think after Castles, it was Pirates, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the, the Castle set, just with the the knights and the carriages and all that, and I, I mean, I got I got the sets and, and built, you know, based on the instructions, and then you'd rip it apart, and then you would you would make, like, your own thing, and at one point, like, the big Tupperware containers, I just had one that was full of bricks. 
And like my little sister, who's like 16 years younger than me, played with that box of bricks. Because yeah. uh, Legos, when you buy it, when you buy a few sets, they they add up and fill up real fast. You don't have to have spent that much money. And I look at what Legos cost nowadays. I know they weren't cheap when we were kids, but they feel like they were more accessible mm-hmm. for all people. And it was less of a collector's item. It was more of just like a play thing. Uh, but I got several castle sets. I actually have a memory of my mom taking me to Toys R Us filling up a, a cart with like a whole bunch of sets and then having her card declined at the register. Oh. Uh, and my mom being so, and just like being like, it's okay, mommy. It's fine. We don't have to get it. We can't afford it. And my mom just looking at me and being like, what a good poor kid you are. <laughs> uh, and then like, you know, I don't know how long it took, but there was a point where all those sets showed up at the house. So, yeah. So <laughs> I just think you remember that. But the castle sets, they they were the dope. And like when you go to Legoland, they literally have a hotel based on like the Lego castle. Yeah. Yeah. And I had I had some of the pirate stuff and it was right about the time of the the pirate stuff that I like sort of I don't want to say aged out of Lego, but just like moved on to new things. But I always yeah. in my room had had some sort of construction going on. And with all these figures that we're talking about, if you didn't have the playset, it was so rad to take Legos and build your own playset. Absolutely. And I 100% like had all sorts of stuff and like, yeah, it was a room, a disaster of Lego and action figures. So, uh, yeah, I do love TMNT and that that's 100% on my list. And I talked about it a whole bunch, but since Danny has it on there and I realized like thinking of the things that were purchased for me, Toys R Us being the foundational member with a lot of these toys, uh, strikingly so that or KB toys, right? Mm-hmm, uh, KB. So, but the the Lego castle sets, oh, so dang good. I had a couple space things, but it was those Lego castle sets. They fired my imagination. It's the same time I'm reading Dragonlance, you know, and mm-hmm. and uh, enjoying all that fantasy stuff, which does fall right in line with me as an adult, you know. So there you go. There was no such thing as as superhero or Star Wars Legos at the time. Uh, there was not every single franchise that you love having a Lego. I mean, even the Simpsons have been Legoized now. Uh, you you had to make do with uh, these genre sets. Yep. So, and uh, they were all humans. You didn't even get like orcs or elves or dwarves at that time. Yeah. You, you just had humans. <laughs> well, you had the one ghost. It was a glow in the dark ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was just like one solid piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the pirate set at least added, like, sharks and crocodiles into my play. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, cool. That's that's my Hail Mary there. So that uh, that takes it to Danny with his number three, right? Yeah. All right, let's see. His number three? Oh, this is a good one. Kenner Star Wars figures. Now, I don't know about you, but my first memory of the, of the Kenner Star Wars figures was seeing it um, in the E.T. movie going, what is he playing with? And my dad was like, you've seen those movies. Those are Star Wars figures. We can't afford those. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) oh, that's awesome. So I never had any Star Wars figures growing up at all because they were just too expensive for us. (laughs) But they're amazing. I can vouch. Danny had a shit ton. And the reason I know this is he gifted them to my sons mm-hmm. and they're in my family room and they they were broke out tonight and played with uh hammerhead 
and uh like all the aliens really like striking my fancy i'm just like oh uh when i had a, a couple of them but so as i understand the story my dad my dad would go through the he would see the toys and think they were going to make lots of money at some point in the future like he went through a whole beanie ba- baby thing believe it or not mm-hmm. uh but he bought a whole bunch of the kenner star wars um not expressly like for me but just like to have them and sell them at some point uh a couple of those figures either from his collection or from someone else ended up like in my toy chest so i know i had a yoda i think i had a luke skywalker and i may have had a han solo but that's like or maybe a stormtrooper but it was like three or four figures that just happened to be in the toy chest with like other stuff Mm -hmm. um and they they would come out but like you know i i like star wars but it was probably around like 10 11 12 that i really started getting crazy into star wars beyond it just being something that everybody knew about uh so uh i didn't really like get crazy into like the toys until like i was in my 20s you know when there was that resurgence with the with the prequels and stuff and even then i didn't own a lot of them it wasn't until like my 30s that I finally like started picking up a few. And you know, I have I have a, a handful, but I don't go crazy. I'm a little I'm a little picky about like what I grab. Oh yeah. So yeah, so I've got some black series. I've got some some ones that came out in the 90s and the 2000s, but I don't I don't have a ton. And most of the ones that I have are still in the packaging. Like all the ones that are out of the packaging are Denny's toys. Mm-hmm. Well, so, we become collectors we, the older we get, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I've definitely had a conversation with one of the boys about my toys that I don't play with, so, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, and I get that. I have, actually, I've opened a a figure because Ty wanted to play with it, and Heather was so impressed that she went out and bought me another one of them, so I didn't have to open it. Aw, how nice. Yeah, I had a, a Chewbacca that I got, and Tyler really wanted to bust it out, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's bust it out. And he's he's in with his Star Wars toys that he had because he had a a backpack with some figures before Danny gifted that. So we've got like some newer stuff like Mando and Ahsoka. And uh, but yeah, uh, I gave him gave him the Chewy. We played with it, and Heather was like, "Oh, that was a big move. Let's get him when he doesn't have to open." (laughs) (laughs) That's so So, sweet. Yeah, the Kenner Star Wars toys, like God, so freaking good. Like the best best thing about them is because there were so many, like, a lot of people got them that couldn't afford them just because there were so many, and they passed around at yard sales and thrift stores, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, to this day, you can still find them in places like that. Like, did you, of the Kenner Star Wars, like, the original stuff, was there one that you just really wanted? Yeah, I wanted the Luke Skywalker. I wanted the uh, Darth Vader I wanted it, literally any of the aliens. I loved alien-looking things. Like, it was a big deal for me. Um, you, 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 we'll talk about it when I get to the to the toy line. But, like, I really liked, like, monster stuff and, and creatures. Um, also, because they were a little smaller than, like, uh, just, like, um, a little smaller than, like, the figures that I was playing with at the get-go, which was, like, the big um insectars like the big freaking um brave star uh pretty much my entire lines after this just get smaller and smaller (laughs) yeah 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 i uh i've definitely seen somebody that has that like original like box 
that mm-hmm. came with them and all the figures in there and just feel like, oh, what a life you lived. <laughs> yeah. Like, pretty much from this point on, like, all the figures that I have, um, uh, like, the, the actual people are interchangeable with all of the things. Very nice. Yeah. Like the vehicles yeah. and such. <laughs> yeah, the, the box of toys that was gifted to the boys by Danny, like... Heather was like, I'm not sure if this is for them or for you. And I was like, oh, man, this is so great. <laughs> yeah. There's a picture of me the first time I got to hold that X-Wing that I never owned and just, like, big old smile on my face. So, yeah, they're very, really good choice, Danny. Solid, solid toys. Solid toys. And the uh, vehicles. Oh, the vehicles. Oh, yeah. I mean, next time you come over, we could bust them out, Blue. There's a few of them here. There's a Vader's TIE Fighter, a TIE Fighter, uh the Boba Fett ship, the fire spray, and uh, and the X-Wing. So cool. Yeah. I know what series, like, I would want to buy right now, and it's probably my next three, so, yeah. All right, so that takes you to your number three, Blue. Yeah, my number three is the Sky Commander's toy line. Good golly, each time you bought a figure, it was its own playset. So these dudes, the Sky Commanders, were like little zipline guys. And the figures themselves, like the guys, were only three inches tall, which were like uh, the same size as the next two that I'm, I'm going to mention. Um, they were three inches tall. They had like a little arm, like grappling hook that had string that was wrapped all around it. And then they would come with like some sort of like seat or backpack or something that you could put onto the string and you can zip line them around. So basically any high place, any low place was your playset. Like if you needed them to get anywhere, boom, that's where that you could do it. And they would zip up or zip down. Um, super fun. They had all sorts of crazy colors. Like the color schemes were um, bananas, like teal and like purple and like a bright yellow and then an orange and then like a sky blue and a yellow and stuff like that. Like all the characters were insanely well done. It made you feel like you were like in space and uh, like the alien dudes were pretty cool. Um, The armors, the, the toy sets, and then there were bigger ones, right? So they had like these bigger ones that also would go on the line. So like if you had multiple people with extra like um string and stuff you can just send them down the strings and you'd have an entire like ship going down um and attacking something which was super rad it was just super rad to have and they'd shoot little rockets and stuff like that some of them came with parachutes and it was it was cool it was, it was a really cool freaking toy line i loved them yeah, I mean, I'm not necessarily deep cuts because it was really easy to find, but I don't have a memory of the Sky Commanders. Wow, really? The cartoon yeah. was real popular back in the day. Yeah, and I see like 1987, but yeah, it doesn't. Uh, uh, maybe maybe I drank that away. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I see them and I I know I didn't play with them, so they look cool. I'm sure I'm sure it could be fun. It just never never popped in, never popped in my world. I guess what a, what a sad thing. 
Here, I'll show you the one that uh, uh, was my favorite to play with. And unfortunately, I lost the figure, but I still got his little backpack. Uh, I'll send this to the group chat, though. Maybe you can put it up with the rest of the uh, of the when when you post this. I don't know. Oh no, that's a that's an eBay thing. <laughs> Never mind. But you can look at a picture. <laughs> yeah, I see it. The purple guy. Yeah, and his little backpack there. That little. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a vice grip, so it could also grab onto, like the the lines, like the little uh, rope strings, and you can zip line them on that too. Nice, that's super cool. I like that very much. Yeah. All super right. Super fun. So that takes it to me, huh? My number three. Mm-hmm. So we've uh we've been doing action figures, primarily. But I'm I'm zooming away from action figures for a moment and going to a, a toy that was has been described as the best and the worst toy of the 80s. Oh. So uh, the the ball the the ball that throws it out there. The toy I want to mention, one of my favorite Christmas presents of uh, my young childhood, was the pogo ball. Oh my god. Do you remember the I do. Do you remember the very much? So so there were the commercials for the Pogo Ball. Uh they were there and I remember for Christmas I was like I want a Pogo Ball. And like I remember the adults being like a what? And like I I remember a conversation about Pogo sticks were a no-go uh because both my mom and both of my uncles had injured themselves on pogo sticks when they were children and there would not be another pogo stick in the house and it was like not a pogo stick a pogo ball and then just like looking at me like what what are these words coming out of this child's mouth but lo and behold for christmas and it was great because when i got to the christmas tree i knew a pogo ball was underneath it because there was no way to wrap that sucker nope <laughs> uh, and have it be hidden and this is before like the boxes were everywhere and you could like hide something in a box you know what i mean like mm-hmm. boxes you, not, it wasn't amazon where everything came in a box and you had so much cardboard to recycle uh and the Pokeball didn't even come in a big box. It literally had like a thing around the plate that you stood on, and uh, and and I think it was like loose around it. It was it was wild. Uh, my deck looked like uh, broken bricks, and uh, I, I, forget, I think the ball was red. But the second I got it, it was like, can I go outside and jump on this? And uh, you took it. It was just the two balls and the plate. I hope people are looking it up online just to see it if they don't know what it is. And oh, you yeah. squeeze that top ball as hard as you could with your feet, and then you just jumped around. Yep. And uh, and and <laughs> it didn't even bounce all that high. No. But good no. God, you I remember going like outside and, floor. <laughs> and kids being like, you got a pogo ball? Can I try it? And we're like, ah, I got something that makes me a cool kid. The poor kid is winning. <laughs> So, uh, and if I remember right, they didn't even spell it with two L's. It was like Pogo Bow. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, the Pogo Ball. God, that toy was so dope. Uh, And I definitely like played the hell out of it. And it was like, every once in a while, you'd be like, hey, there's a Pogo Ball. Let me take it outside. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it was, did you, did you ever get to mess around with the Pogo Ball? I did. Uh, some friends on the base had some, 
uh, like they had those weird neon colored ones, like the uh, uh, the yellow and orange, and then the green and purple. Yeah, and we bounce around on those. It was pretty fun. I mean, the cool thing is, it's still a toy that exists. Like, it's around. It hasn't died. The deck has changed. I've even made versions that have, like, handles that you can use. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, you can you can go on Amazon right now and for, like, 20 bucks get a version of the Pogo Ball. Um, but, and, the, and the funny thing is, it wasn't a very expensive toy. To me... A fortune had been spent, and I'd been I'd gotten it, but it was like a very, very reasonably priced toy to buy a kid for that Christmas, uh, and they didn't have a crazy rush like Furbies or Tickle Me Elmos or anything like that. It was just available. Go to KB or wherever and and pick up the Pogo Ball, and it came in a bunch of different colors, and yeah, and I was very very happy to get that as a gift. It was a a good freaking day for for little Joe the Wookie Riot. Nice. So, uh, and I, uh, when I was thinking, of, I was like, man, I gotta put this on the list because I loved the hell out of my pogo ball. I sure did. So, there you go. That's Sweet. my number three. What a that's, great choice. Yeah, that, that's my one that I didn't think either of you were gonna have on your list. So, I, I, I knew I, you guys definitely wouldn't have these on the list. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, well, I mean, like, because I had to be so picky with the amount of money, like, I, I had to go for some of the the bigger ones, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. So that takes it. Is it Danny's number two? Yeah. And that's on you. All right. So Danny's number two is the real Ghostbusters figures. Heck yeah. You know what? Those figures were dope. Uh, I actually have like as my number seven a a real Ghostbusters figure, but it was that uh, weird line where they had like the classic movie uh, monsters that yeah. they're fighting. So the I ha- my aunt Helen one of the times she was watching me got me the Dracula monster figure. Oh wow! And uh, and I loved it. It came in that like bl- purple tuxedo with the cape, and his <laughs> skin was blue. He was nope. so ridiculous looking, but uh, but yeah, I got that got that track of the figure. That's all I got was that, and I think later I got an Egon, and it was the one where he could scream, so his like jaw dropped open. Yeah. So and those are the only Ghostbuster figures I had was was Egon, who was my favorite Ghostbuster, and the Dracula, and they just went into rotation with the other toys. You know what I mean? And you make mm-hmm. it make sense because that's what you do as kids. Of course. So. So yeah, uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's what I got, friend. <laughs> Let's see. I had a Peter Vinkman, um, okay. the normal one, and then I had uh, the space, the space Egon, where like his hair gets lifted up by by the alien creature in his suit. Okay. <laughs> and his like eyes bug out. I had that yeah. one, and then. My mom, I remember my mom had gotten me from a thrift store one of those little baggies, like, with toys in them. And it had just a couple of, like, ghosts, like, random uh, real Ghostbusters ghosts. Like, this little orange foot. It looked like a foot, but then if you opened it, it had a big red tongue. And if you had a character step on it, then it would snap shut. Um, I had had that one. um, And then a couple of the little, like like see-through 
rubbery ghosts, like those were all inside that little baggie too. So okay, yeah, of the real Ghostbusters, those were the only things I had, which which was sad because I love the real Ghostbusters. I love the Ghostbusters so much. Yeah, based, so based on the the Kenner box that I got, I imagine that Danny had quite a few of these. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I do not know which ones he had, but. Uh, that cartoon, The Real Ghostbusters, was dope. Oh yeah, it it really kept uh, Ghostbusters in our like in our imaginations, mm-hmm. and uh, and the toys were really really solid. And like at at that time when Aunt Helen took me to KB Toy, and it was those Real Ghostbuster figures that like captured my imagination for the toy I wanted for my time that I spent with Aunt Helen, you know. Nice. And. Uh, and I, some for some reason I didn't get a Ghostbuster. I don't know if it's they were all sold out. It was just uh, that Dracula toy was was what I wanted, and uh, yeah, I loved him. Played with him all the time. It was a it was a good good present from the from the auntie. Nice. So yeah, and I I think there were other real monsters. I just didn't get any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's he's so disco awful, but uh, I love him. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's definitely one of those figures I don't have anymore. And like, look at the prices. I'm like, I could swing like five ninety nine to get a pre owned version of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh that's that's what I have. It wasn't on my list of five, but uh, it made my uh my list of seven or eight that I had. Nice. Yeah. All right, so that uh, that takes it to you, Blue. Number two. All right, number my deuce, number two. Uh, Very easy uh, to follow up with the Sky Commander because um, they were also the the like the human figures or aliens because there were also aliens on it uh, were interchangeable with the Sky Commanders, and the ones that I really loved to play with were the Dino Riders. Now. My dad was a really big fan of the Dino Riders, too. So he got me, um, I had like a little raptor, which was like the basic little tiny raptor dude. And then uh, if you press the button on the back of the raptor's leg, like his his legs would kick. And then it had like the little armor set that you would put the Dino Rider on. Uh, and it was like a little fly. Like the, the alien looked like a fly. It was ridiculous. It was cool. I loved it. And then there was a, a hero version, which was a pterodactyl that I got. And I remember there was one day that dad came home and he was like, yo, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. So I bought it for you. And it was a stegosaurus that he bought me. And the stegosaurus would walk like it had the uh, little walking function uh, that you would like turn on when you put the battery inside. And it had the big old plate armor that you would put on it. And it had two little pods on the side. Like, I'm looking at the toy right now, and it was so cool. Uh, unfortunately, that toy is totally gone because it was in uh, our storage unit that caught on fire. Um, when the whole, well, it wasn't just our, our unit. It was like a whole wing of this unit um, that caught on fire. And unfortunately, ours was there too, which took out my Stegosaurus. That sucked. But, um, yeah, I lost my Dino Riders there. <laughs> But Dino Riders, yeah. that, that was my big, that was a definitely a number two. I never owned these toys, but I played with them. Uh, 
fun weird trivia if you want dear listener the the character rex in toy story is 100 percent based off the t-rex from dino riders mm-hmm. so like yeah you can you can see side by sides of them and they they just made him a little softer but it's uh it's pretty neat uh but i had a friend uh that i from scouts his name was peter uh he was adopted which wasn't a big deal like he knew he was adopted from like go but his mom and dad got a divorce when he was young and his mom felt really guilty about it you know what i mean because it's, it's hard enough to be adopted but then to be a kid a child of divorce right yeah so both his mom and his dad spoiled the shit out of him <laughs> like so peter had everything you know what I mean? like, yeah he had he had all the Silverhawks toys, all the Thundercats toys, all the everything. And he all I remember he had the Dino Riders. And uh, I remember seeing the commercials for him and being like, oh, these are cool. Uh, but like going like Peter, he wasn't very popular. A lot of kids made fun of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he didn't do so well in his adult life. But uh, me and him got along good enough. And he had all the dabgum toys. So like going to play with Peter was the best because <laughs> <laughs> he had everything. And uh, yeah, like uh, I remember these toys. I remember playing with them. They were they were a good time. I didn't have them myself because uh, like I, I had to I had to pick and choose. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, it uh, it was a uh, good stuff. Good Heck stuff. Yeah. yeah, very very good toys. Uh, what a what uh, what else you got to say about your Dino Riders, man? Like I never oh. watched the cartoon, but I know of it. Oh, dude, yeah, the cartoon was freaking great. It was super good. Like the the humans, quote unquote humans, weren't even humans. They were like aliens too that just happened to come down to Earth and was like, oh, these animals will help us out. And the giant freaking, you know, uh, uh, dinosaurs and stuff like that. And uh, I, I remember specifically that the reason why I was getting these Dino Riders at all was because my dad was the one who really, really liked the series and really liked the sets and was like, yeah, if I see them at the PX again on sale, I'll, I'll pick up another one. They're expensive. So, um, but they were good. They were real good. They were super fun. And, uh, for the time that they came out, they were trying to be as like, you know, scientifically accurate as they could with uh, the information that they had. Obviously, you know, now we know that a lot of these dinosaurs look a lot different, but uh, at the time they were they were meant to be like functionally um, fun and educational at the same time. So like on the back of the boxes, it would give you a little information about like the dinosaur itself. So that was cool. That is cool. Uh, yeah, the Dino Rider toys are dope. That's a, that's a good choice. And they were dinosaurs, right? Like, what's what's not to like about dinosaurs? Exactly. So, cool. All right, so that takes it to B for my number two. Mm-hmm. All right, so my number two, uh, and the only reason it's not my number one is because of who my number one is. But uh, we're we're gonna go for He-Man figures. Yeah. So of of the toys where I had the most of them. Uh, other than the the turtles, but that was like a set of eight, right? Mm-hmm. He Man, for some reason, uh, back in the day before Costco, before Sam's Club, there was Price Club, 
and uh, same idea, discount food, go for the samples. Uh, as as an adult, I realized that uh, my mom took me there sometimes to feed me. Mm-hmm. So like we would go around lunchtime and she would feed me, and I'm like, oh god, like I think that was on purpose to not have to pay for a meal, like. <laughs> All right, and I don't know if Prize Club cost money back then, or it had to have, right? But uh, maybe it wasn't too much. I don't know. But you could they would always have He-Man figures where you could, like, pick one up. And uh, a lot of times we'd go to Prize Club and we'd get a He-Man figure. And I would very, very much look forward to the little comic book that came with the figure. Okay. And then slowly over time, like, getting one, I built up, built up my collection, you know what I mean? And... Uh, I had He-Man and I had Skeletor. Uh, I had I had a whole bunch of different things. I'm trying to think if I had a playset. I didn't have Castle Grayskull, but I definitely I feel like I had uh, Skeletor's castle. Oh, Snake Mountain. Yeah, I feel like I had Snake Mountain, but I feel like I got it at a yard sale. Same. Like, so um, like you know everybody like wouldn't pieces of it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had that, and that was okay because, you know, the good guys, it's so easy to, like, storm the bad guy's lair, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I had Battle Cat, uh, definitely. And then I had I had a couple of the other guys. I had Beastman. I had Man-at-Arms. Um, but, like, when I'm going through my favorites, right, I was like, He-Man figures, but I, I wanted to to say, like, what my favorites are. So I, I picked three that I distinctly remember. So first up, Battle Action Skeletor. Nice. I think I had Battle Action He-Man, too. But for some reason, I loved that Skeletor figure. He just excited my imagination. And uh, it was real simple, just the chest with the three spots. There was pristine there was one scratch and then there was three scratches you know what i mean mm-hmm. and uh you just hit that and when you hit it it flipped to the next one and for some reason that just really freaking excited me that you could cause battle damage to like one of your one of your guys you know what i mean yeah uh mecha neck i don't know why i love that guy with his <laughs> telescoping neck and it didn't even make sense because you had to turn his whole body sideways to get his head up but uh, I just loved that his freaking neck would grow. Like, yeah. I can remember sitting there and just, like, twisting him and be like, this is the coolest freaking figure ever. Oh, my <laughs> God. His head goes just up and down, up and down. And, like, you'd be like, oh, we got to we gotta find the bad guys. And you're like, whoop, there they are. <laughs> so uh, I really like Mecha Neck. And for some reason, I liked, of course, I like Adam. I like He-Man. But mm-hmm. Man-at-Arms. I really, really liked Man at Arms. I really liked him in the cartoon too. Uh, when Kevin Smith's like, you know, not reboot but continuation came out, I I see Man at Arms and I'm like, man, that guy's dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and then uh, you know, freaking uh, Beast Man, really cool. Uh, who was the guy that had the weird bat on his chest and was just a big poof ball? Oh, you know that was. About? I do. Um, blah, what is his name? He was from Shira. Uh, I had him too, but I remember not being very happy about him because, like, he couldn't really do much because he would get dirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like, 
But like, I just found Lord, a, that's his a, name. Yeah, I found a, a list of the worst. So I definitely on this list of worst, I think I had Spycore, who was sort of ridiculous. Um, freaking uh, Moss Man, I had him, and he always felt dirty. <laughs> um, no, I didn't have that guy. Oh, I definitely had Too Bad. That guy was pretty fun. Nice. Because he was like getting uh, one and a half figures for the price of one. Because mm-hmm. it had two heads. Um, I had an Orko. I always loved Orko. I thought he was uh, pretty dope and fun. Uh, what the hell? Close this. Um, but what what was this freaking? Did you find his name? Did you say Grizzlor. it and I missed it? Grizzlor? Yeah. 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 So that guy. And then I had that weird guy with the orange head where the eyeballs popped out and the stalks. And he had like four feet, but it was still two legs. Yeah, that was um, fuck. He was also a Shira, um, yeah. bad guy. Uh, it was like right around those the time those guys were entering my collection that I was like, okay, I have enough of these. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, the big poop ball guy and the eye stock guy, they they were not so great. But uh, yeah, I, I loved them, and it was so good to me to see them like coming back on the rebrands. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's a uh, that's pretty freaking cool. So I don't know. Those uh the He-Man figures, they they were everything. I loved them so much. I played with them so much. Yeah, uh, Mantena, that was his name. Mantana. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, what a poor design. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, uh, you know, it, it is what it was. Like, you come in, like, you like, I already have them. And like, so pick one. I'm like, okay, I'll take this strange guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I liked uh, my favorite ones that I had were Stratos, um, Buzzkill, and uh, Merman. Ah, nice. Nice. All all good choices. (laughs) Yeah, Merman was like, he was dope. He was like my fish guy. I was like, yeah, fish guy. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so that, uh, Blue, tell us what uh, Danny's number one was. Danny's number one was G.I. Joe, the real American hero. And goodness gracious, I could go... The only reason it's not on my list is because it's on his list as number one, and I didn't want to have to fight him over it um, because I know he had a lot more than I did, which is fantastic, and I'm I'm super happy for him, but I'm also super jelly because I loved G.I. Joe figures. The articulation, the weapons, you could have ninjas and soldiers and... All sorts of stuff. And then later on in the 90s, they started throwing in, like, Mortal Kombat figures and Street Fighter figures into the the um, G.I. Joe lines. And, ugh, G.I. Joe was was it. The, the play sets, the vehicles, it was so toyetic. Like, it was so great. See, I think what I loved about G.I. Joe is it felt like every single one of us had a couple of them. Yeah. And then we would all show up at the playground with the ones that we would have. 
and have a huge freaking battle of good guys versus bad guys. And if there was like some duplicates, it wasn't a big deal. But it was like, yeah, like everybody like like come with your Joes, you know? Mm-hmm. So I remember I had freaking Tomax. Nice. And uh, I didn't I didn't even realize at the time that I had like one of a set of twins, but like another <laughs> another kid had Zamot. So like we had the twins together, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just liked the way that he looked. I thought it was cool. And then I had another, I keep trying to find this guy's name. I, I can't find him. He was like, I think it was cross country. Mm-hmm. The, the real redneck, like rebel flag guy. Yeah. I, know I, had a, I had another like swamp guy. Like, I don't know. I think I was just getting the Joes and nobody wanted. There was still available at KB. <laughs> Yeah, the ones so. that were always available at KB were like the, uh, like the bat, uh, the the Cobra people. I never had, I almost never had any of the heroes. It was always the Cobra folks. So there was the um, the bat, and and I think that was an acronym, bat, uh, Cobra uh, figure. There was the. The blue one. What was that one called? It was Ariel, and he had like a jetpack. Um, but that was my favorite one. Um, and he was also a cobra, <laughs> a cobra dude. I think um, I had Zartan. What? That's was crazy. Like, who was like the swamp guy? Yeah, because I, yeah, I'm Zartan like. Zartan was the one who could transform. He'd change his uh, appearance. Yeah. So, but yeah, I just had I had a few of them. Like, the people played with them. I had a few so that I could join in the Joe fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember some kid stole one of my Joes when I was in preschool, and it was a big deal. I was real mad about it. Oh, no. And I couldn't, I couldn't prove it, so. Yeah, the uh, one I always wanted was Snake Eyes. Everybody wanted the Snake Eyes. I wanted yeah, snake the ninjas, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I had had that freaking jet, but that jet didn't get to go to the playground. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but GI Joe, uh, like of of all the things that are on Danny's list, this is the one that I wish he was here to talk about it. Oh yeah, me too. Because uh, I feel I feel like uh, we're we're not doing it justice. You can keep going, Blue. Do it justice. Oh my gosh! So. There were so many, like, the play sets and vehicles that would come out of this. You had small ones for folks like me who had no money. I still didn't get any, uh, but whatever. Uh, You had small ones with, like, really simple vehicles, like, uh, uh, you know, like little snow treads and and, and snowmobiles and motorcycles and stuff like that. Um, You had really big ones. I mean, and by big, I mean, like, there was the USS flag, which was, like, the biggest toy that you could possibly get. And it was a aircraft carrier that you could throw all your like extra cars and planes could land on it. It was like, I think it was like six feet long and like eight feet high and cost like hundreds of dollars. It was some ridiculous freaking uh, size and, and price. But um, uh, needless to say I, that never saw the light of day in my house. So I didn't even know anybody who who had that much money to have one of those, but uh, it, it was rad. It was super cool, and the fact that you had so many different vehicles, weapons, characters, 
units. Like everybody could have at least one and they were affordable at the time, you know? So as long as you found somebody, you could go to like a KB toy store and at least catch up on a couple of like the soldier guys like I did. Right. Uh, yeah. Super accessible. That's why it was so great. Indeed. I think that's what the beauty of it was. And I think a lot of these toys that we talked about, like we were all okay where if a guy only had a He-Man or only had an Obi-Wan, but you had one that matched up, like mm-hmm. it was a-okay. And cause usually when you went to the, the playground, like your parents, you'd be lucky if they let you take two of your figures. Oh yeah, for sure. You know? So you had your, your tried and true guys that, like that came along with you. Uh, like Mecha Neck, I don't know. I brought that guy with me everywhere. I just love that dude. So dumb with that telescopic neck, but man, he just excited me. <laughs> so he went lots of places with me. He had lots of Joe battles, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, that was uh, pretty dope. And uh, no surprise that that would be on Danny's list. Oh, Danny yeah. goes no Ghostbusters. We're like, see his list, and I'm like, oh yeah, tried and true. He's got some honorable mentions. We'll bring up at the end here, but yeah, those are. Good stuff. All right, Blue, that takes it to your your last one, your number one. Bruh, it's hard. I, I got a tie, and I don't know which one to, to say. Um, I don't know. I I know which one I think you should say, but we'll see if you say it. Uh, uh, well, Danny has one of them in his honorable mentions, but I think it deserves a much higher place than honorable mentions. Uh I'll I'll sing its praises when we go through his honorable mentions. How about that? That okay. way I get both of them in there. Uh, I think okay. it's on my honorable mentions too, so we'll get there. Okay, cool. So good because it's definitely not on my honor. It's it's tied for number one with me. Anyways, uh, yeah. So the one I'm gonna bring up then, um, and then I'll I'll bring up the other one. Uh, the number one for me is definitely the Centurions. The Centurions were. The coolest gimmick of toy for me, like, in the 80s, like, hands down. They were big enough that I could play with them against the um, the Insectars, the, uh, uh, the Brave Stars, and the other tall figures like that. But the fact that they had interchangeable armors and weapon systems and stuff that had cool names, like like detonator and sky knight and uh title blast and wild weasel and hornet and sky bolt and all these different oh man it was the the whole system was freaking sick so these three figures it was three dudes jake rockwell who was the land operations specialist you had um max ray who was the uh naval so he had all the C's and stuff. And then you had Ace McCloud, who was up in the sky. So it was green, yellow, and blue. And my goodness, they were freaking dope. Like, all of their battle systems that came with them were so freaking sick to play with, interchange. And that was a cool. another cool thing was that if you had more than one set, you can, like, interchange them between the sets, too. So you can add, like, detonators freaking giant rocket launcher onto wild weasel for jake rockwell and the wild weasel was like a motorcycle mode so the guy would turn into the motorcycle when you clicked all the stuff onto him and then you can attach like extra freaking rocket launchers that would shoot because they had firing things 
and they had like little spinning areas where you can turn it and activate like extra functions of weapons and stuff. It was so freaking rad. Oh man, I, I freaking love the Centurions action figures. They were so good. I, I did not play with these at all. Wow, really? Although I was looking when I looked it up, it like it was like an article that was saying proving how cutthroat the battle for toys was in the eighties. It was uh, a flash in the pan. It was there and it was gone. Ugh, they were so good, dude. Yeah, they uh, they look cool. They look like a toy I would have enjoyed playing with as a boy. Uh, but yeah, didn't didn't have any of them. Nor did I see the show that that it that sold them to me. You never saw the show. You no. we gotta watch the show together, dude. The show is so good. <laughs> okay, if if we could carve out time. <laughs> yeah, the show is so good. Yeah, they're uh, it's it's a it's a interesting premise. Like, there's lots of little pieces to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the and the sets were just like they're so freaking good, bro. Like depth charge and freaking. Oh, there's there's a lot of different ones that I know of, and and they're really good. They're really good. There's a bad guy called the Traumatizer. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that may be why they didn't last so long. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know there's... too many moms in the '80s trying to buy the Traumatizer for their boys. And Doc Terror, huh? Yeah. That's as '80s as you can get. That's pretty wild how they attach like at the front and the side. Yeah, the front, the sides, the shoulders, the back. That whole yeah. freaking oh, it's so good. Yeah, they are they are they excite the imagination, but never played with them. I'm uh, frankly I'm I'm shocked that something didn't make your list of five. You just wanted to to pull some toys, I guess. These were the ones that I played with as a kid. I know, but there's a there's a toy that also sort of inspired this list that uh, hasn't even been mentioned on any of our lists. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, I have other lists. I I think I told you that I have like a I actually have like a huge list, but yeah. All right. It's well, that's probably gonna, on it. It's <laughs> gonna have to make it into the the honorable mentions because it's not my number one. <laughs> Okay, what's your number one? And, uh, I'm surprised it wasn't on Danny's honorable mentions because I'm I'm sure he he like me thought it would be on your list for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so my number one, my favorite toy of my childhood, uh, the one that another one of those I just can't believe I got it and I loved it. Uh, had it in a storage unit up until we lost our storage unit, and that's like the one thing that was in there that I'm like, oh, it's a bummer that he's gone. Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin. Nice. Teddy Ruxpin. And also, like, shout out to his his pal Grubby that he connected by a cord. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came back uh, when, when Kay was little. They, they tried to bring Teddy Ruxpin back. He did not excite the imaginations like he did all of us uh, young, young kids. Mm-hmm. But uh, just... Uh, a talking bear, you pop the tape in his back and he would read you a story. Uh, if you connected him to Grubby, they would both tell you the story. And uh, yeah, he freaking, he was dope. And he just was like one of those toys where they were like, you have to get him. Uh, and like an animatronic teddy bear back in the day, 
uh, pretty, pretty freaking cool. Uh, he had a show, but I remember like his show sort of like coming out like after. Uh, it, it really bums me out because I'm looking at this like you can buy a Teddy Ruxpin for like a grand. And I had like two of them in that storage unit. Anyways, uh, I should have just pulled out Ruxpin and be like, pay for the storage unit. Let us keep it. Anyways. Um, but yeah, freaking uh, Teddy Ruxpin was dope. Like you'd, you'd have to if you don't know what he is, you'd have to like look it up and then like somehow be be in the uh be in the the zeitgeist of our moment like did you have any any thoughts on teddy ruxpin dude teddy ruxpin was like such a big part of the 80s like oh my gosh the way he spoke well hey there friends it's so good so good uh i don't do a good teddy ruxpin yeah. voice but like it was very iconic voice uh whoever the voice actor was was like incredible because it, he was very soothing and he'd tell you those stories and you, you just sit around the the freaking toy but it was also super creepy because a couple years later when they came out with the my buddy toys freaking uh child's play came on tv and or out, out in the movie theaters and child's play ruined it for me like it ruined anything that could talk yeah uh i mean this is 85 86 he's not even a bear he's an ellip like just to be or a lilop or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but he looks like a bear but uh world's a wonder and uh yeah just had uh stories that you could pop in the cassette tape and then he would he'd tell you the story uh and his his friend grubby was a caterpillar and uh yeah he was freaking dope yeah. i remember i got i think i got the teddy ruxpin in new york visit family and then somehow my family figured out a way to get me a grubby and I, I had both of them, and they, uh, I loved them very, very much. It That's made me awesome. sad when he was coming back. I was really excited that people were going to get into him again, but, uh, but no. And the the stories were actually pretty decent, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They, they they weren't bad little stories. There was uh, there was quite a bunch of them. That's where you bought the Ruxpin, but where they made their money was you like buying the thirty to forty stories. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, the that little audio play. books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was like a book and a tape. So, uh, yeah, and shout out to Phil Barron as the voice of uh, Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, so, there uh, you go. Yeah, but uh, I I loved him. He's freaking good. Made me uh, that entire that movie that Mark Hamill's in, Brigsby Bear, is sort of based on like the Teddy Ruxpin stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and you are you're absolutely right. Like Child's Play and the My Buddies, that def and the Kid Sisters <laughs> that that, mm-hmm. that ended the era of the buddy toys. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Teddy Ruxpin was uh was the jam. I love that guy. He was uh he was my pal for a long, long time. And uh somebody somebody got him when we lost the storage units. So many toys lost the storage units. That sucks. Yep. But uh yeah, I mean I guess that just is what it is. It's uh the nature of the life. Yeah. All right, so that that takes us to honorable mentions. So uh, before we get to Danny's I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna address the elephant in the room and I'm sure there's probably somebody like Roman that's like, what the what the hell, Blue? What about Transformers? Yeah, I know. Well that I, I didn't bring it up because I have them sitting right in front of me. I still collect Transformers oh. now. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm like, how the hell is that not on your list of like of five childhood toys? Um so the thing about the Transformers was 
was that I didn't have the actual Transformers when I was a kid. Uh, we couldn't afford okay. them. Uh, I had the GoBots. I had the GoBots, and I would love to have put them on the list as the top, you know, five toys that I had growing up, but I didn't have them. <laughs> I, I had GoBots. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, so I would be remiss. It gets in your honorable mentions because it's not something that you had. Correct. All right. Like, I I did not have hardly any Transformers toys. I don't know if it was the price or what, or just, like, I was focused on the other ones. Mm -hmm. But like I was telling you before, I did one when I was visited New York. I think it was that same trip that I got the jet. I also got an Insecticon. I really wanted a Transformer. I wanted a Decepticon. Or a, or a freaking Autobot. But at that point, the ones that they were selling to us were the insects. Yep. Uh, and I got Shrapnel the Stag Beetle. And, uh, yeah, he was fun. It was fun to transfer. Like, the beauty of those toys is they really did transform back and forth. And they, oh, yeah. were, they were not recognizable, like, in either form that they would go to the other one. And that just uh, really excited the imagination of a young child. And the GoBots, they were right there in that same vein, you know what I mean? Yeah, but they were much more like they were very obviously the cheaper version because like you could see their face when they were upside down and stuff like that. It wasn't like the Transformers where, um, you know, they, they would fully transform into whatever vehicle or something. Right. Uh, they were definitely a little cheaper, <laughs> uh, not made of the same kind of like die cast. A lot of the Transformers had like that die cast metal, which upped their price a little bit. Um and the GoBots yeah. didn't have that. Like, they had a lot of just, like, really small plastic parts, and they would break real quick. But it was cool because, like, they were still awesome, right? They were still right. cool. Uh, but you didn't have, like, I, I'd be walking around with, like, uh, uh, Coptor and Psykill, and everybody else would be, like, with Optimus Prime and Soundwave. And I'm like, well, I got, I got a leader one. And they're like, Oh, cool! I I got I got turbo, and they're like, yeah, we got hot rod, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I don't like hot rod. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's uh, well, I didn't have a whole bunch of transformers. That guy Peter I told you about, mm -hmm. he had all of them. So oh, I yeah. played with Optimus Prime. I played with freaking uh, Megatron that turned into the gun. You know what I mean? Like I got to play with all them. Uh, I just didn't own them myself, but Peter yeah. was just happy to have a kid playing, you know, and mm. his mom, Muriel, was happy that Peter had a friend. So, yeah. In yeah. fact, I actually, you mentioned Child's Play. I remember I did a sleepover and Peter was like, my mom will let me watch anything. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And he was like, you want to watch Child's Play? And I was like, no, I don't. No, I like, do well, not. He's like, well, I'm going to watch it. So he went in the living room. And he watched Child's Play, and I played with his toys in his bedroom while That's he watched awesome. the horror movie. And just like, had a good time and heard the screaming. And then he came in and he was like, like, and took his My Buddy toy and put him in the closet. Yep. I was like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. But, uh, yeah, you've got some great toys, Peter. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so definitely so so much Transformers fun. That was a, yeah. that was a great toy. I guess we can go to to some of Danny's honorable mentions. You want me to just list them off? Yeah, and then I'll jump in when it's the one. So he's got the cops toys. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Yeah, I was I was looking at them. I don't know that I played with the cops toys. Did you? I didn't. Um, I I wanted to, but nobody had them, and I couldn't find them like anywhere. Yeah, like I I was looking at images, and I'm like, oh, I sort of like, sort of have a memory of like, of these, but yeah, like I don't I didn't have any friends that played with them. Yeah, I wanted that. Um, what's his name? The uh, the guy in the in the jacket. Like the the main black guy, I wanted him. I wanted him real bad. He was real cool. Yeah, like, uh, and I, this is Danny's put it up on the Laughing Up Fuzzball is that they're like remaking them. What? So that's like, yeah, so it's like cops and crooks are doing it, but uh, that's sick. yeah, I just uh, I never never really played with them, but that's on his honorable mentions. He's got uh, biker mice from Mars. So. Awesome. I, I know that they're that's also getting a, a retool. Um, I'm aware of the cartoon. Uh, didn't watch too much of it. I think I think it's one of those like just our age gap is enough that uh, that it, it missed me. But uh, I'm I'm well aware of the the rodents on motorcycles with mm. their antennae. Uh, so and like yeah, if you're really into that, the the toys are dope. They're they're very much like the of the quality of like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. So they're they're yeah. pretty pretty rad toys. And like uh you know the the biker guys, it it, it hits like every all the quadrants that a, a little boy is gonna want. Uh, he has Toxic Avenger. Mm-hmm. I I don't I didn't realize. I mean, it doesn't surprise me because there's toys for for every single thing, uh, that uh you know every single cartoon, but. It, yeah, did you did you play with the Toxic Avenger toys at all? Hell yeah. Toxic Avenger toys were freaking sick. You know who I had him fight all the time? Um, and the one that I had was uh it wasn't even like the Toxic Avenger himself. It was the uh the blue guy with the the big nose. I always forget what his name was. Um <laughs> oh, sorry, excuse me. Um uh, anyways, he was the the blue guy with the big nose was the uh, swamp thing toys. Because I was like, oh yeah, they're like both mutated and stuff, and I would have him fight against the, <laughs> the freaking Swamp Thing toys all the time. Nice, yeah. I mean, I, looking at them, like I'm aware that they existed. I think I I know people that had, especially mm-hmm. like the Toxic Avenger, but I I did not play with them. So crazy that that trauma got into the toy game, right? <laughs> Uh, and then his next honorable mention, which to me is like his deepest cut, is the Jack's Pacific uh, WWE figures. Mm-hmm. So I I definitely know of the WWE figures, although he says WWE, and I want to say that they are WWF figures. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because looking at the characters that they've got, yeah. But yeah, I definitely watched wrestling, liked wrestling, knew that there were figures for him, but never owned one. Uh, uh, but I, I think I owned one, and it was from one of those little packages that you would get at the thrift store. Okay. Yeah, but if you were you were really into wrestling, it was dope to be able to have mm-hmm. like the figures and like do your own wrestling at home. Uh, when he first put it, I was like, Jack specific. WWE figures are these like World War II figures? But then I was like, oh no, they're wrestling figures. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're the Pacific Theater World War II figures. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, those WWE figures were were dope. I always wanted an Undertaker. Uh, oh, he same. My, he was my favorite always. And then uh, the, his last honorable mention, which I think is the one that both of us had on our honorable mentions, mm-hmm. maybe even in contention for our, like you said, in contention for your number one, freaking mask. Mask. Ah. Yeah. Like, how yeah. dare? Honorable mention? Are you kidding me? This is like, this is, it's Transformers with tiny little people. Like, are you kidding? It was, it was the deal. It was the thing because I could interchange. The figures were the exact same size as the, uh, the Sky Commanders and the Dino Riders. So you could have like, you could put the mask masks onto the other characters and like switch vehicles. I would throw, um, oh gosh, what was the guy that was on Condor? Uh, Condor was the one that I had. It was a green motorcycle uh, that changed into like a helicopter. It was my my favorite freaking vehicle figure toy of all time. It was that one. Um, I love things that were like that, that would roll around and then I could make it fly. Like it was just freaking dope. Um, I really wanted Firefly, which was a race car that could turn into like a plane, but I never got it. Uh, but yeah, I would play Switch Condor's um, pilot or, or rider onto like some of the uh, Sky Commander like zip lines and have him s- slide down and then throw in like a Dino Rider come flying in because all the all the figures were the same size. So it was really easy to just like put them all in the same world and uh, when like all the mass toys you never just got a figure right it always came with like the vehicle because the vehicle was the gimmick it would transform um into like another type of vehicle or something like that it it was always something ridiculously cool um like tanks like like there was a, a minivan that you could sit the guy in and you could look at him inside the minivan and then the minivan would open and it'd have a jet inside <laughs> oh dude like, i had slingshot what? I, I only own two of these, and Slingshot was one of the two that I owned. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. It looks so dumb, but when it opened up, it was so rad. Yes. Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned Condor, because that's the other one I had. Hell yeah. Dude, Condor was... It was go, It was so good. It was so I think good. Condor was one of the lower-priced ones, too, because it was a smaller vehicle. Yeah. It was definitely so. the lowest price. <laughs> And there, it was something about putting the masks on the little guys was so cathartic too. Yep. Yeah, 100%. and that that cartoon was dope. Yeah. It was it was super super dope. Even when uh, they went into that dumb season with the racing <laughs> that I hated, I was like, yeah. why are we racing now? Get back to the fighting. <laughs> and this is another one where Peter had every single one of them. <laughs> oh, man yeah man like i'm telling you like he just he had it all it was a, it was a good friend to have yeah. in the play department <laughs> so yeah he had it all it did it didn't work well when he grew up uh but man what a happy childhood <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, so, mask figures definitely top five easy yeah, jackhammer wildcat like when I saw it on his honorable mentions, I was like, "Oh man, that's like that's like a hard omission yeah. from from my list." Uh, but it, I'm glad it's there to be mentioned, and it and it 100 would would make my honorable mentions. It's a it's a solid solid freaking toy. 
Dude, it's so I even bought um when GI Joe came out with the Matt Tracker figures, I bought uh-huh. one. <laughs> I bought one in hopes that they were gonna start like reissuing mask like vehicles and stuff, and then they didn't. And I was uh-huh. super pissed, but I I still have a Mac a Matt Tracker though. I still got him. Huh. Still hoping. That's that's rad. They're uh. They were just really good toys. There was the semi truck and the hot rods and. Mhm. Yeah, like it was Manta, all. Piranha, a volcano, Firefly, Jackhammer, ugh, the Rhino. Um, there were so many good ones, man. Yeah, Hurricane. Uh, I think you said Firefly. Mhm. Piranha. Stiletto. Bull- bullets. Yeah. They uh. You said volcano, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh they just were they were good toys. You can look at uh at the boxes. Even the boxes just were were very pleasing. Yeah. Uh yeah. It was a uh, it was a time. And like I remember being a little upset at first when I got when I got freaking uh, the minivan. I was like, really? Well, so because you it's. It just looks like the minivan, right? Like you're like mm-hmm. slingshot, okay. But then you open it up and it's that freaking like rocket in there, and you're like, okay, this is dope. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's like uh, it was like half dumb, half awesome. <laughs> yeah. So whereas like hurricanes, that badass freaking like uh, souped up classic sports car with the flames, you know. Mm-hmm. So. And even Condor, like, a lot of fun to play with, but wasn't, not the coolest looking of all of them, you know? Yeah. Whereas Rhino, the freaking semi-truck, you're like, oh, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. So, but yeah, really, really great toys. All so, right. So that's I know all... uh, if, if, if Nick with a K is listening, he'd probably be really happy with us gushing over the mass toys, too, because I know he's a big fan. I I hope you are listening, Nick with a K. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, or one of us will message you and be like, you got to listen to this episode. You're going to yes. remember your childhood. Uh, <laughs> so my honorable mentions, uh, I can go last if you want to do your next ones, or I could do mine now. What do you want? Uh, boy, uh, whoever. It doesn't matter to me. I'll let you go first, Blue. Okay. Just uh, list a couple of your honorable mentions. No problem. There was the Visionaries. Um which was really funny because the visionaries were part of like this whole line of toys that also had like uh, holograms was like their thing. Right. Um, there was another freaking series with the visionaries toys. Oh, what were they called? They were like creepy ones. Um, why can't I remember their names? It was the Visionaries and the Creepers? No, Supernaturals. That's what they were called. The Visionaries and the Supernaturals. And the Supernaturals and Visionaries both had, like, that gimmick where you could look at them um, and turn, like, their little bodies and see the holograms of these really cool, like, images and monsters and and stuff inside. Um, Especially on the Supernaturals. Like, the Supernaturals had, um, uh, like, actual ghosts and, like goblins inside or you'd turn it one way and see like a skeleton and the other way you'd see like a goblin on it uh i know i had one of the little ghosts of those 
and I had one of the uh, the visionary like heroes. I think it was the blue one. Um, those were awesome. Uh, what else? What else do I have on my list here? Hold on, let me look at the list. We we've also got the well, obviously the little gobots. Uh, we also had the Mighty Max toys. Uh, they were like the boys' version of Polly Pockets. Uh, so they had like a lot of like it was super tiny little things inside, but uh, they were little tiny playsets in and of themselves that would open up and flip stuff out. Like you could like get chains and flip them up and then have the little bad guy there. Uh, the Mighty Max figures were really, really cool. Um, let me see. There was Battle Beasts and the Battle Beasts were like these little animal dudes with like armor on them. And then you would, it was also a game. So like each one of the Battle Beasts, you would rub their little sticker on their chest and it was one of those heat things. Like if you heated it up, it would reveal whatever hologram picture was on there, right? Um, do you remember those at all? Did you see the Battle Beasts? I, I do remember the Battle Beasts. Yeah, so it was like a rock, paper, scissors game. Like, oh, my Battle Beast has water um, and that beats your fire. And then there was like, oh, my Battle Beast has wood, so that beats your water. And then, uh, obviously, fire beats wood. So, um, yeah, the Battle Beasts were super, super cool. Um, I feel like I had a couple of these guys, and I just didn't even realize what they were. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Battle Beasts were freaking sick, bro. They even had a Ghostbusters version of them, apparently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I definitely had like a couple of these little guys, and they must have just been something like stuffed in a stocking or something. Oh, that makes sense. And they just entered as a uh, as like interesting little guys into the story, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, they were fun. And then right along that same line, like a little bit later in life, uh, gosh, it must have been like ninety two, ninety three, or something like that. Like Jason was just born, so I was like. <laughs> seven, eight years old, and um, they came out with uh, um, the Z-Bots from Micro Machines. And uh, the Z-Bots were like, those were my jam for a long time. And then I would give like a bunch of them to Jason and be like, yeah, look, they're small. <laughs> they're little robots. They're so cool. <laughs> what were they called? Z-Bots uh, from Micro Machines. I played with Micro Machines for sure. That like, but uh, I don't remember the Z-Bots. That doesn't have to. Wow, look it really? Up. He had the he had the whole commercial where he would like talk super fast for the Micro Machines, and then he was like, well, and don't no, I remember the Micro Machine Z-Bots. man." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I see him. I just, I mean, you're also talking the '90s, so you're talking like junior high, right? Yeah, junior high for you, yeah. It was just before but micro machines. Hyper. Micro machines were dope. Yeah, I had I had quite a few of them. Yeah, that was a affordable set, and then you always lost stuff. Oh yeah. But I I always liked the little cars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Grab a handful and do your thing. Mhm. They were they were solid solid toys. Is uh, that and, your? No, I have one more. I I got the uh, the food fighters. I don't know if anybody remembers this freaking... <laughs> no, I, I know these guys for sure. 
Yeah, the food <laughs> fighters were like the best. My father loved the shit out of these toys. He would buy them just to buy them, and he would put them up on his stuff. Like, the food fighters were so good. I know for sure I still have the hamburger, the hot dog, the chocolate chip cookie, and the pancake stack. So, like, they were just little army yeah. guys, and they had the green team and the black team. Yeah, I remember these guys. They're uh, they're pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> I, think was... I, the, I think I had the pizza. Really? Like private pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, the food fighters were just—they were super awesome. And I think when Jason was like, he God, he must have been like two, well, like one or two. Like his favorite freaking toy at that time were these um like barnyard commandos. And uh, okay. they reminded me so much of those food fighters. I, that rings a bell, like Barnyard Commandos, but I think, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're just like <laughs> little remember. sheep and, and rams and like barnyard animals with like these giant ridiculous weapons and stuff like that. And uh, it just reminded me, like, I was like, oh, this is like his version of the food fighters for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. there were some weird toys they were they were trying all sorts of things yeah and all the right food so on my list of honor oh, big cool good sorry <laughs> so a toy i did not have but there was always one kid on the playground that did have them stretch armstrong oh hell yeah uh, Ty has like a Spidey figure, which is 100% a Stretch Armstrong. Like it stretches <laughs> like that. They still are making toys that do that, but but Stretch Armstrong t to me is like where it started. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it came out in the 70s, but it was still like they're still selling it to us in the 80s. And uh, yeah, I even think he had a cartoon at some point. But uh, yeah, he. Uh, he was freaking pretty, pretty dope. Uh, in that vein, I definitely had a couple Gumby figures. Uh, I think they were gifted to me by my mom. But, like, I had Gumby, I had Pokey, I had the Blockheads. Mm -hmm. uh, and, like, it was fun watching the cartoon and then having those guys. Uh, I I almost put it in my top five, but the Pogo Ball won out. But we got to talk about the Super Soaker. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they've, they've gone so advanced and stuff, but that classic Super Soaker water gun. Uh, easily, easily accessible. And uh, it it was, yeah, like, right? It it was so freaking dope. Oh, the yeah. yellow and green. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, yeah, and then they, they kept getting fancier and fancier. But that, that very first one, like... You know, that held enough water, and then uh, they made, like, a rifle version of it. That was, like, the next iteration. And now they're, like, there's so many, and there's so many companies that make it, and they do all sorts of crazy things. Oh, yeah. But that, that original Super Soaker, uh, I think 92, right? So it was as we were aging out of toys, but that, like, comes out, and it's, it was just so Brought you right back in, dude. <laughs> so freaking great. I uh, really, really love the Super Soaker until like kids started putting bleach in them, and then there was a temporary hiatus on the Super Soaker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
I didn't have one, but I figure I have to mention it because it was so big for like a lot of my like female friends, Cabbage Patch dolls. Oh yeah. So my mom wanted one really, really desperately. And there was a, like the Christmas I came home from Long Island, my mom got gifted one. Uh, my uncle trying to be awful, got her a black one. <laughs> uh, thinking that my mom would be upset about it. But my mom was just so happy that she got a Cabbage Patch doll because they were so hard to get. They were selling out. Aww, uh, and she didn't even so care. Yeah. And uh, my rest uncle was like, oh, whatever. You know? <laughs> but yeah, Cabbage Patch dolls were huge. In fact, uh, down the street from where I live, there was a, a place that was actually like a Cabbage Patch store where you could go to the Cabbage Patch and pick out your dolly. So, nice. Yeah, it was a whole thing. And then my last thing, just because they were they were a toy that never made it into my playroom. These guys lived in the bathroom. My mom used to buy those Smurf figures. Oh, and yeah. There was a Smurf figure for every Smurf and Smurf. <laughs> uh, I think they weren't terribly expensive. Uh, I want to say, like, the Hallmark store was where you found them. Uh, but, like... Every single Smurf, and there were so many of them. I probably had like forty or fifty of them sitting in like a basket that could go in the in the bathtub. But man, I I can't even tell you how many how many bath times were spent with uh, the Smurfs, Gargamel and Azrael in the, in the bathtub. Yeah. Just, uh, and uh, yeah, loved them. And my cousins played with them. They were just like they were like the bath toys. And they're perfect. They didn't soak up water. They dried real fast. Uh, and every every freaking Smurf that ever Smurfed a Smurf was there, you know. And uh, there were tons of them. And I I love those freaking Smurf figures so much. Uh, so yeah, I figured I had to make my my honorable mentions some Smurf yeah. figures. Did you have any of those? Oh yeah, yeah. I also had yeah. the uh, the that like the baby toy. That when you hit the button, like the Smurf would pop up and speak. Okay. Yeah, I had one of those too. Yeah, so Smurfs were huge when we were kids. Oh yeah. So it's like a it's a good list of honorable mentions, I think. I think so too. Adds to it. All right, so wrap us up, Blue. The 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 toys that made us, the nostalgic toys, uh, the totally eighties toy fest, whatever it is. <laughs> Dude, there were so many, like, great times. You want to talk nostalgia, just remember the toys that you grew up with and or the things that you used to play with because not all of us had, like, toys, toys, right? A lot of people, like, grew up in, in different backgrounds and different times. Um, if you go back and look at some of those, you'll definitely remember some of the better times. I think a lot of... Uh, Folks nowadays tend to focus so much on the bad things in their life that uh, if you just take a second, relax, remember some, like go back and, and just play around with some of these toys, you'll probably find a little balance in your life. Finally get like a little relaxation. That's why I like to keep these uh, Dinobots on my desk here. I never had the Dinobots as a kid, but... Uh, now that I'm an adult, I can appreciate them very, very much because, like, I bought these with my own two hands. They are here, and they make me happy. And no, I don't sit here, like, playing with them, but I will transform them. And every time that I start going, uh, 
there's a single pattern on my desk. I need to throw everything out and change it. I could just, I don't have to get rid of the transformers because I could just transform them and they are something new. They look different, um, it, different poses and, and the whole nine. So uh, I really appreciate that about them. And just, yeah, just go back, look at your stuff, find that nostalgia, find the happy times, hold on to those feelings and, you know, go about your day. Uh, you'll, you'll probably find that you have a little more, a little more pep in your step if you do. Yeah, I mean, if if you have these toys collecting dust in your garage, uh, I would say, like, pull them out for yourself or pull them out for a youngling that could appreciate them. You know what I mean? Like, the amount of joy that Danny brought to the boys by, by re-gifting those Star Wars figures cannot be measured. And both to a grown man and to children, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, the, the toys are huge. And, and, man, I know that they're still making toys. But, like, there's a difference between when we were kids and toys and, like, toys nowadays. Although, like, looking around the playroom, if I'm doing, like, the toys that made the boys, uh, there's some Paw Patrol stuff. Like, Paw Patrol has lots of, like, uh, sets and and vehicles uh, that the boys really, really love. Um, Trying to, looking around, like, there's the Star Wars, there's some modern Star Wars figures, uh, both, like, toddler style and, like, a little bit older kids. Uh, we have lots of superhero stuff. Uh, McDonald's still doing its A game with the mm-hmm. with the Happy Meal toys. Uh, lots of lots of Avengers and and things like that. Some really cool toys. We got some Bluey toys. We definitely have Legos and Duplos, and lots of freaking cars. Cars like Matchbox and all that jazz. Like yeah, they're they're still making pennies and pounds with uh with all the freaking uh, toys like that. And monster trucks have gotten really, really huge. There's some really rad monster truck toys. I'm looking at a monster truck. Uh, we've got some some really serious, awesome Buzz Lightyear toys uh, for the Sean guy because uh, that's his alter ego. Sure, he's gonna be an adult male introducing himself as Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's uh there's there's some some pretty cool toys that exist. But uh, like for the for the older kids, I don't know. I don't know what they're playing with now. You know what I mean? I don't know what the huge like things. And I mean, we, we watch the kids shows and we see the commercials. Uh, but I I just don't know that uh, the toys are the the serious money maker that it was when we were kids. Yeah, because I could definitely do a list too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I I don't know that I can. I think I've I've exhausted my list. Those are all the toys I had. But, oh, okay. Uh, well, that's okay. I'll bring up a, a couple. We got... Uh, no, 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 no. Never mind. <laughs> we'll take another hour. <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, that's our that's our list of toys. I don't know what uh, what it's going to be called, but uh, it turned turned out good, Blue. I had a good time. Did you have a good time? Hell yeah. Yeah, like lean into your nostalgia. Think back to your childhood and your fun stuff that you played with. Uh, we, we gave you 15 toys plus, uh, some honorable mentions and, uh, yeah, there were, look them up. There was some really, really dope stuff. We were lucky to have grown up when we did the eighties and the nineties were a huge toy boon. Mm-hmm. So there was lots and lots and uh, for everything that we mentioned, there's something that we didn't. I'm sure. Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head where I'm like, oh man, we didn't mention that, but something will pop up. We usually like, oh, I can't believe we didn't mention that. So, I mean. I got some. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, Blue, take us away. How how can people reach you? Uh, you can reach me on uh, the social medias such as Instagram, um, Blue Wolf D. Uh, you can also catch me on BlueWolfD.com, which will take you straight to my Instagram, uh, coincidentally enough. Uh, you can also head on down to uh, Capes and Caverns on the old YouTube. I believe our next three episodes um, have already been put up, so you can catch up on the Capes and Caverns crew uh, Capes and Caverns is a superhero-inspired D&D campaign going on between myself uh, and my three wonderful friends, uh, Stephen Thomas, who is uh, a.k.a. Um, Silver underscore Bulette, where you can find uh, the Twitch channel, which will, on every other Monday, um, with a heavy asterisk on that, <laughs> we do as many Mondays as we can uh, throughout the months uh, to try to get the episodes out. Um uh, also, Cameron Jackson, who is a very accomplished writer, um, poet, uh, actor, uh, so many things. Um, Cameron Jackson is amazing. And, of course, our good friend Autumn Gerberski, who is a fantastic voice, voiceover artist, just incredible human being, um, former skip of, of Joe and I. So catch us on the Capes and Caverns. Uh, you can just look it up on YouTube. It's super fun. Yeah, you can find me on the former Birdside Threads uh, Instagram at Wookie Riot and uh, laugh at a fuzzball podcast at gmail.com if you want to send an email. Jerry, I promise I'm going to send a reply in the future. I keep telling myself every every episode so I don't forget. It's my turn to be remiss in the communication, uh, but I do appreciate the email. If you want to send an email like Jerry, do it. Send the email. Um, what else? Uh, tpublic.com slash user slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball. Uh, the podcast is hosted by formerly anchor.fm, but uh, Spotify for podcasters. Very grateful that it's free and uh, that it proliferates out to all the places to get to your holes. And thanks so much for listening. Like, I really appreciate the shit out of it. Uh, Facebook.com, the Laugh It Up Fuzzball's Facebook group. Uh, it's a closed group, but you have to join. We join over 700 geeks that like talk geeky. I guess right now we're supporting the strike. We're not doing reviews on the podcast. We're not talking news on the podcast. But I'm leaving that site open for whatever people want to share. It's a fan site. So share the things. Have the conversations. It's okay. It's a 100% a safe place. And you're not being an awful person by by sharing news or talking about it. Like That's the entire point of it. It's just to have a, a central place where those things can exist. So... You know what I mean? And that, that stuff's going to pop up on the internet anyways. So by sharing it on a fan site, you're not, you're not adding, you're not taking money away from anybody. So but that's my opinion on the matter. You agree, Blue? Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll continue supporting the strike with our, with our different content. Uh, and it, it's coming out to you. Uh, ostensibly by this point, I'll have uh, cobbled together, uh, a news episode with things that isn't struck work. Uh, although as of this moment, I haven't put that together because I just finished doing the the yearly recap episode, writing up the notes for that. I recorded an episode with Jack too. So that one may have come out with you before this or after this. I don't know. We'll see how it all shakes out. It's nice to have uh, episodes in the can though, for sure. Oh, yeah. All right. But until uh, the next iteration of the podcast, hope uh, hopefully you j- enjoyed our nostalgic journey uh maybe we mentioned something you haven't thought about in a long time and uh until the next level of the podcast we're nostalgically yours 
Uh, I am Joe the Wookie Riot, Tribal Chief Joe Bot 3000, Benjamin Blueford Blue the Fourth, the Earl of Blueberry, Tapioca himself. Ah, that's me. It is him. But uh, Blue, final thoughts. Take us out. Yo, get yourself a get dang Dinobot. It's good shit. <laughs> get her. Get her for you. Yeah. Yeah, do it. It's not Ooh. too expensive. All right. No. No, they're not. I mean, some of them are. But for the most part, no. All right. Bye, friends. Bye.